God. Y'all are ridiculous. Oh, What's man. What's that song you were singing about? Shooting stars because it moves so fast. She can't keep up. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 280, baby. We're getting there. We're getting there, biggin. TJ didn't drink any alcohol, so That's he right. can stay away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're 20 episodes away from episode 300. Pretty excited. Man, um, man your math is on point, bro. You know, right? <laughs> hey. like 300. Hey, I've worked on it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm doing like on that. I know, right? I'm like, it's it's been a progress. <laughs> I gotta get a haircut, bro. I can put a man bun in there. Just do it. Just no have way, your own bro. little man bun. Don't you fucking do it. Bro. Do it, bro. Do it just in spite of bolts. No way. You're gonna wake up and bolts is like standing I live over with you. Bolts, bolts is standing over you naked, going to clip it. You're like, why are you naked? He's like, it's ceremonious. <laughs> it's ceremonious. It's like when they used to do the. Uh... Oh man, what what you didn't do to Dante? <laughs> Circumcision? <laughs> just nip it's like the, the Aztecs. They take like a dull rock. Like, <laughs> like no. Oh my god! It's like we're gonna <laughs> circumcise your child with a dull rock today. We couldn't find anything else. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> just nip the tip. Anyway. anyway, so we're back again for another great episode of Second Opinion Podcast. I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend. Bolts, what's up, bro? What's up, bro, bro? How are you doing? I'm good, dog. How are you? I'm good. We only got a couple of days away until New Year's Eve. Yes. I'm pretty excited. Turn of the century, 2020. <sighs> what? Yeah. That's what DJ said earlier. He's like, turn of the century. I was like, what? <laughs> the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's a new decade. It is a new decade. So it's pretty crazy. Um, I... Uh, it's nuts, man. The 2020. It's really crazy. Is that Bolts? How, how old are you, Bolts? I'll be 45 at the end of this decade. Is that not nuts? Ooh. What the fuck? That'll be the, the, the year 2040? Yep. Oh, I don't even know what to say. That's really crazy. Bolt, <laughs> TJ. Yeah. I'm like, I'll be y'all's age now in 20 years. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so um, I also joined by I don't, I, TJ. TJ wants me to have like the same type of like introduction. There, no, it needs to be different every single time. It needs to be different every single time. You the man that can steam elbow macaroni like no one else before. TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray. <laughs> Bro, first of all, I've never cooked macaroni. Uh, I didn't while. say cook. I said steam. Never so get it right. Steam. Get it tight. It's always tight. It's like a virgin <laughs> over here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So, are you talking about the steamed macaroni? It, yeah. What, what do you think I, I was you, talking about, bro? All right. So, let's go ahead and get down into our drinking and gaming. What you've been drinking and what you've been gaming. So, this time we're going to start out with TJ. Last week we started out with Bolts. We're going to start out with TJ now. So, what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? Outside of Tapa Chico. Topo, it's Topo, Topo Chico. Chico. I'm sorry. Topo Chico. I'm sorry Chico. you didn't learn hook I'm sorry you didn't learn. Oh, my God. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, so I drank Michelob Ultra. Uh, what else did we drink? I drank. Shiner Freeze Pack. Yeah, the Frost, the Pecan Praline. The and the Dark Cherry. Dark Cherry. There was one other one. Oh, you had the um, you had the Grapefruit. 
The grapefruit. Yeah. Love that, bro. That was great. really good. Thanks, yeah. And uh, shout out to my boy Bolts Ruby Red, too. Yeah, Bolts. Man. Big shout out to you buying us um, beer. And then I've been gaming Assassin's Creed Odyssey, bro. And it is by far one of the best games I've played in so long. So great, bro. It's a lot, but for people like me and Bolts, <laughs> oh my God. I like, we'll see, bro. I like just running off off the beaten path and finding quests and doing those and leveling up. And then by the time you go to the main story, it's easier because you're already leveled up. You have good armor, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Excuse me. I love it, bro. It well, is. Look, I'll tell you one thing I loved about Odyssey is the fact of, of you like having... I turned my PS4 off. Uh, the masking of armor, being able to like get a really powerful armor, and if you had a previous armor that you really liked the look of, you can actually use the look of that armor on top of that. Now, but that's Look, something that Bolts had actually pointed out to me after I started playing Odyssey, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Even I did as not know small that. as that feature is, that one it, little it makes a big yeah. deal. Oh, some dude, people, I like the way when I bought the uh, what is it, it wasn't the the ultimate lady, edition ultimate edition it came with armor yeah I mean it's mediocre armor but I love you the really way like it looks look at bro it, yeah. yeah so, so my, my thing with that game is honestly I think it wasn't the fact that I didn't find it uh, entertaining I think it was I think uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a great game stellar graphics unbelievable story um, at the time of me playing it Bolts uh, had just finished the main story and had played as uh, Alexios. Yes. And what is the female character's name? I always forget. Uh, Cassandra. 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 Um, I played as Cassandra, and I loved her as a character. I loved uh, the way the story was playing out. I love the fact, like what TJ said, I love the fact that you can get off the beaten path and just go and do things, and it feels like the world feels alive. Problem with that is that while I was playing this game, I was also playing... Um, I was also playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I was playing Metro Exodus. Um, so I had a lot of gaming to do, and I honestly think that I got um, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed or like open world burnout. Because it was just like, yeah. I mean, for real, it was a lot. It's a lot to take in with Odyssey. It is a huge game. There's so much to do. There's so many side quests and all that. So I think I was just, it's not the fact that I didn't appreciate what Ubisoft had done with the with the series and where they have taken it. It was just more or less the fact that I was, um, as what Bolt said, I was just totally overwhelmed with how much you could do. Because um, as as you guys remember, like you, uh, TJ and Bolt, like when I was really getting into Red Dead Redemption, I was starting to get overwhelmed with that because the story just kept going and going and going and going. There were so many side missions, side quests, all this other stuff to do. The story was just continuous. So trying to play that and Odyssey at the same time was just a lot. So, um, Bolts, what Yo. about you? What you've been drinking or what you've been gaming? Um, drinking a little vodka here and there. Okay. A little, little sparkling ice. Yeah. Um, gaming Borderlands 3, um, a little Witcher 3, and uh, fall, uh, Fallen Jedi Order. Okay. Um, well, me, uh, been, I drank pretty much what TJ said. Uh, we had the Shiner Frost Pack, um, had some really great beer. I hate saying it, but we had a, we, we had a great boys night yesterday, uh, the, the bros night over at TJ and Bolts's, and we saw some pretty depressing stuff of Ohio State losing to Clemson. But um, what a great game. We can, a great we, game, We can bro. continue on from that conversation. <laughs> but... 
with that being said, we did have some really good food. We had uh, some smoked corned beef brisket, some smoked turkey breast, and then TJ TJ had mentioned it a couple of times. Hey, Susan mentioned it a couple of times. She's like, ice cream run, bro. When are we going to do an ice cream run? So we went and got like ice cream sandwiches, oh, drumsticks, so good, all that other stuff. So um, we sat there, chilled. It was a great time. Um, but, you know, gaming-wise, I've been playing... Um, a good chunk of games. Um, I actually, through the, the holiday sale on PlayStation Network, I bought the Return to Arkham pack that has Arkham Asylum and Arkham City oh, bro, um, awesome remastered. Games, yeah. I'm going to replay those. I already sure. have Arkham uh, sure. Arkham Knight. Sure. So so why would you replay those and not play something that you haven't played yet? Oh, uh, you mean like Odyssey that yep. would take way too much of my time? I could probably beat Arkham City in, in like a week. Or like Horizon Zero Dawn or... I'm not gonna listen, bro. The Witcher three. Well, no, you no, said no. You're listen, playing. I'm playing that. I'm playing The Witcher three. Where are you right at right now? now? I I have beat past the the whatever the oh my god. Of course, I always forget his name. The king. I got past that part. That's I found still in the first of the game. I know it is, bro. I literally barely played any of it. But what I've been doing recently, I've been like going around with Roach, like exploring You'll some do side a lot of Wednesday, the map. I'm sure. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. I promise you. I'm really. We're gonna talk about why. Listen, I'm into bro. That when you more. finish it. I'll probably put, well, it's about a 50, 60-hour game, right? No, I think it's more than that. No, 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 right? I'm just talking about if you stick to the main oh, story. Oh, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about if, 60 hours. If, if you stick to the main story, it's going to cost you about 67 I was about to say, because I, like I put about 100 in it. Side I, missions and everything, Bolts. I think you completed almost every side mission. It was like 140 hours. I was about to say 140. I was, was going to say, I think I finished at 137, so. Yeah, yeah I put 100 in it. I've already, hey, listen, bro, I've already got 30 hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. And I'm just now to the second Hey, bro, that's how it was me. now. I looked at, like, all the shit that I had done. I'm only level eight. Yeah, I was bare. I mean, well, I think I was a little bit higher on levelage, but it's because I took Bolts' advice. He was like, right. don't go on the main story quest. Because I got to one part to where I, I got to a different on island, island. I had no and all choice that stuff. but to go on to the next Yeah, exactly. Place. See, that's what I did. I went on I to the next to I went on to the next island. I killed but the big sharks. My, I did all that shit. I did my thing, I was just, I was getting, um, I was, no, 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 I wouldn't get bored. I was getting sidetracked. So, like, I was doing so many side missions, I would start to lose, like, lose uh, a thought process of exactly what was happening in the story. So, but anyways, um, I'm playing The Witcher um, 3 as well. I'm playing, um, uh, I'm playing Batman. Uh, I'm also playing, oh, there's something else I'm playing too, and I, of course, I can't remember it right now. Um, but, playing a good chunk of games, and um, it's been a, it's been a good holiday season i think we're all kind of glad to wrap it up and move into 2020 um we got some exciting stuff to talk about on the podcast tonight um first and foremost we're going to talk about um something that we just kind of talked about the witcher uh now the witcher netflix series has come uh has uh shocked us all um and is a great fucking show so tj really hasn't had a chance to watch the series just yet um i think he's kind of got into one episode um but as we all know a lot of what happens in the series is kind of what we know about the game in this series we get a little bit more of a uh kind of a um a backstory of like yennefer um and kind of you know what was happening when siri was taken to the witcher school um so real quick uh since bolts is such a witcher fan and such a cd project reg fan and all this other stuff uh i'm gonna go to you first bolts uh so uh henry cavill is playing Geralt. um you've seen it from start to finish what do you think about the series um as as the series itself 
Um, let, let, let me start with this. If you were just to watch this series, um, you may be a little lost, a little confused. Um, but as far as the show itself on Netflix, it's absolutely amazing. Um, the the, the storyline, the characters, the uh, the the writing of it, I was I was really really amazed how how well they wrote it compared to the game to the game series itself. Um, so I mean, it's as as far as Netflix it goes, as far as the series. Just even if you wanted to pick it up and watch it, it's absolutely amazing on every level, from the from the story to the characters to if you like blood and gore, if you like a little, you know, you know, a little romance. It's it's got it all, and it's really, really, really well done. Um, so congrats to Netflix on on help producing that and getting it done because it's fucking amazing. Um, now comparing the Netflix show to the game, um, I have no qualms about it. I I think I think they portray the. The game series, of course, you know, the game series is a big, big, massive world. All right. It's spanned over three games um, and each of them are, are, are very, very detailed oriented, very detailed story driven. It's so it's it, to me, it's very hard to take either a movie or a series and try to make take it from a game and put it into a series. You know, you can you, you, you know, j just like um, the, the past um, Assassin's Creed, you're trying to you, you're trying to take. You know, basically like like ten plus games and install it into a two and a half hour movie. It's just not gonna happen. There's so many hours of story and stuff like that, different timelines and whatnot. Um, but as far as what Netflix did with The Witcher compared to The Witcher series itself, I think they handled it handled it very well. Um, between you know between Geralt and Ciri and all, all that stuff the characters yeah. you know they inter they intertwined well enough um i love the fact that on the on the um on the series itself they they overlap timelines yeah. to 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 show when you know Ciri and Geralt would would interact and then separate and then you know the timelines would you know the destiny would uh, their destinies would meet up again yeah. it was just it was so well done it was so great um I definitely give it de definitely a ten out of ten mm. for anybody to watch it. If you if you've never even played the series of The Witcher, still watch the show. Yeah, um, it's it's so well done. It's so well done. Yeah, I, I think that even if somebody hasn't played the games or read the books or anything like that, I think that they would be um, the way the show plays out. I think you wouldn't be too lost. Um, you know, you just I don't think that you would really have that kind of like you know fan factor. Like me and Bolts probably did, or even mm -hmm. you know TJ probably will whenever he watches a full series. Um, but you know characters like Jasker, um, the yep. the um, singer and stuff yep. like that. Um, his like his small little role here and there was awesome. Um, but then the one thing that I probably had a problem with was you know like Triss. Um, she's kind of a pivotal character in like the Witcher mm -hmm. three game, but like for uh, maybe she's going to be. Um, further along when the second season comes out, but like season one, like you barely see her. Well, you know? yeah, and, and see that's another thing. That's why that's why I say it's so hard to. It really is yeah. to 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 take a game universe or world and put it into you know an hour here, or hour there across ten episodes because yeah. you know you got three series, you got three games of The Witcher, and you're trying to you're trying to pick what timeline what. What what exactly you want to piece from those games and put it into a series? Yeah. So it's in in, in retrospect, like you said, you know, so, some characters probably got a little little backshadowed yeah. and stuff like that. So 
Well, it, it'll be interesting. It's a to lot s- of content. It is. It is. It is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, it's it's so hard. You know, every- just The Witcher Three. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know, everybody's like, "Well, look, they didn't make this game this game into a movie." No, a no, Potter they don't. Series, bro. <laughs> that, you, I was like, it's, it's almost near impossible because you have so many hours and and so many series and so many games and stuff like that. But you know, like 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 you said, maybe in the next coming up seasons or whatnot, they'll dive more into these other characters that that were a pivotal part of the actual game series. So yeah, and um, as you know, and it also it could be a timeline thing too, because I mean, you know, this is set around the time of uh, this is set around the time of um, when he first meets Siri and all this other stuff before she even starts her training. Um, so the good thing about the series, um, not to spoil too much for anybody that hasn't really watched it is it's super fucking violent. And I love that. I kind of honestly thought that like we were going to only get like a little bit of violence, maybe a little blood here and there, but it's pretty fucking violent. And, um, you know, it kind of like, if you're a big game of Thrones fan, uh, or anything like that, and you've never played the Witcher or heard of the Witcher or anything like that, I would say, um, your your thirst will be quenched with the series until the prequel series of Game of Thrones comes out because you know there is the the violence, the drama, the nudity, you know the sex and all this other stuff that you had in a series like Game of Thrones. Um, but what's great about it is like Henry Cavill, he doesn't overact. I think he literally play, he is the embodiment of what we would want as uh, you know like we always have that scary feeling of like if they make a video game show or video game movie they're gonna fuck it up you know somebody's gonna overact or the the script is gonna be stupid or whatever else like this is honestly probably in my perspective one of the best um video game or even like you know fan adaptation type movies or shows that i've ever seen oh no it it, like i said this is this is the best adaptation from a video game to the to the tv or movie universe so like i said netflix did a damn good job on yeah it. and then you have people like mark hamill uh that fans are like freaking out about right now they're really wanting to um they're they're really wanting to kind of push mark hamill into the role of uh Vesemir. is that his name is that yeah, how you say it? i think so yeah, yeah Vesemir. um who was you know gerald's teacher yeah um and Mark Hamill literally has never, I don't think he's ever played The Witcher, read The Witcher, anything like that. He saw the character and was like, I don't know who this is, but like, I, I feel like I have to play this character. So how fucking awesome would that be to have fucking Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself, to come in and play Vesemir, the teacher of Gerald in season two? <laughs> yeah, he has to lose a little heavy, bit of weight. Bro. He was heavy in Star Wars. Bro. Yeah, he was. He was eating good in yeah. the Force. <laughs> <laughs> the, force was, <laughs> the Force was thick. Did you know not starve him. T-H-I-C-C, bro. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> overall, I think the series was great. And that's kind of what has gotten me back into The Witcher and really made me think, like, I need to stop being stupid and thinking this is too much to play or there's too much to do and just focus down, crunch down, and just play the fucking game because... Um, you know, I have so many friends like, you know, TJ bolts, even, you know, uh, Jen, uh, Jeremy, um, you know, telling me all the time. It's like the Witcher is worth your time. And, you know, uh, it's not that I don't think that it is. It's just, it's a lot. And I can't have that attitude going into 2020 with a game like cyberpunk 2077. You're not going to be out. able to have that attitude anymore period. at all. Yeah. You're I can't have to drop so, it. So. Yeah. Drop the attitude, Caleb, drop you it, piece Caleb. of shit. 
You are. Um, here we are. So speaking of this attitudes, is an intervention we've gathered here Speaking today. of fucking <laughs> attitudes, I don't really like Bolts' attitude about the Jedi Fallen Order. You know, I don't clunky, fucking bro. like it. I think that Jedi Fallen Order, as you guys know, in the last episode, I I announced that Jedi Fallen Order was my game of the year. I thought it was pretty much close to a perfect game. I didn't have any issues with it at all. No we agree controller with you. It's issues. Very clunky. Uh, no controller <laughs> issues at all. I love the way it played. I love how smooth it was. Story, blah 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 blah. But Mr. Bolt kind of has a little bit of a difference of opinion. He thinks it's a great game, but there's a few little things that he sees that he's kind of like, okay. There's something wrong with this. So, Bolts, tell me why uh, you have a really miscued look at the Jedi Fallen Order. Let's first start out. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. I love the stories of Star Wars. The uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the story of this game is absolutely amazing. I love the where it's going. Um, it, it, it connects all the animated series and the, in the, in the movies and the books and so on. There's so much connection with this one game. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I, I love, I love the, the first, um, the enemies, the second sister. I love her. She's really great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, as far as the game itself, the game physics, the game mechanics and so on and so forth. I don't like the controls. I don't like the camera. It's clunky. It's non-responsive. And so on and so forth. When I when when I'm hitting buttons and I need my buttons to do what I'm need my buttons to do, and it just doesn't do anything, yeah. I get upset. And and and, and that's the, and like I said, that's the only thing I have against the game. Well, honestly, I mean, maybe it's an Xbox thing. No, <laughs> no. I kind of had a feeling you were gonna say yeah. that. I I don't know, man. I mean, when I played it, I mean, there was maybe once that I was like, oh my god, like there was a lot going on and the camera was kind of like moving. But you also got to remember, I I don't know, I started it. Maybe it was my TV, because like when honestly, whenever I started playing it on my first on my on my Samsung, um, I was like, oh, you know, it's good. But then I think when I moved to my um, Vizio sixty five inch, like I don't know, it just it was smoother. It felt more up in my. I don't think that has any relativity. To I don't, it, I don't I was know. I was, I was say I have a two hundred forty hertz QLED TV. Well, I mean, mine was mine was running because most of all these TVs, like yours, is two forty, mine's a, a one twenty, but none of our systems will actually access that. So they're they're you get unlocked sixty hertz on there, but it does active smoothing to try to get it as close as the TV will let it. Mm -hmm. But that's just like mine. I mean, mine was smooth. But there would be times. Fine, there would be times where he would jump or something doing a puzzle, uh -huh. and the camera angle would shoot straight up, and he couldn't even see what to grab, and he would fall and I, die. And that, that was my biggest thing. It, more than anything, more than the, more than unresponsive controls. The camera angle, bro. Because when I'm hitting X, X, Y, and I hit my and I, and I force push, it doesn't force push at the end. It still goes through. I mean, and and whenever I'm, I'm whenever I'm running and I got a trigger lock, and then it automatically switches over to another. It was just there's certain things about yeah. it. I just just didn't like i can understand i mean i can understand i mean there's there's certain things um you know like for instance let's just say uh there's certain things with like call of duty modern warfare like that, the spawn kills online <laughs> yeah <laughs> certain <laughs> things with call of duty modern warfare um that i think that you know of course i rated the game really high i thought it was a great game and stuff like that but something i've noticed recently is like it's almost like the new game is too fast um, like the smoothing and everything like that is it's it's almost, almost like the good. game was it, it for real because it's there's sometimes I'm, it reminds I'm me of God of War that's like God of War yeah yeah it was ultimate just like, smoothness yeah, yeah so it was almost I don't know maybe it's just something I'm not used to but there's times that like it's because it you were playing Star off. Wars 
And then you went to Modern Warfare. Maybe that's what it was. And you were like, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, overall, I think, I don't know. I, I know that you enjoy the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order story. Oh, yeah, so and, I, and I will continue to play, and I will continue to, and I will I will deface that game like I've never defaced have you, it. Have you tried to adjust the, the controller aspect and everything? Yes. Like sensitivity and all that? Yes. And it didn't help at all? No. Well, sensitivity is not. You don't have buttons. Well, it'll. It, you can do camera sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, but but the the the, the camera's the camera. It's just it's just the way it moves. You're, say, you're saying more know. or less in the aspect when you get in areas to where you can't really control the camera as much. You do in open areas, right? right? And and and, the, and whenever and whenever Cal is running, is that, is that his name, Cal? Yeah, yeah. When he's running, it's I, just like no. I can agree with that. You know, I, can, I, yeah. I didn't like the way it moved, and I was sitting there talking to him. I was like, man, if Naughty Dog or Ubisoft could have got a hold of this and use their open world open world mechanics like yeah. they did for Uncharted about, yeah, and Assassin's yeah, yeah, Creed, it yeah. would be fucking flawless. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I actually agree with you on uh, on his running and all that other stuff. There's a lot of times it's like I would funky, be. Man. I'd be running and shit like that, trying it to looks go. Looks like you're running in place. <laughs> yeah, bro. It does. For real. That's exactly the way. He's it looks. sprinting. He's and full like, sprinting, and he's like, "I'm like, bro, I know." The little I'm, robot's beating him. Hey, like, yeah, How's right. That the little like, robot's hey, cool as shit, though. Where'd you go? Yeah. yeah. But uh, okay, you aired your grievances. <laughs> you're like, it's the end of the podcast. We'll yeah, see, uh, you later. see you later, guys. So um, we're going to move into our believe it or not um, section of the show. Um, and in Believe It or Not, we talk about uh, some of the latest and greatest video game news. And on this episode also, later, we're going to be talking about um, our top 10 most anticipated games of 2020 with a couple of honorable mentions. So um, I, I think uh, I think as we go along over these next you know few months to another you know year of the Second Opinion podcast... I think we will slowly but surely get down, get everything down to a science. Uh, I do have to say real quick, a big shout out to both TJ and Bolts for really pushing me to try to, um, and, and them supporting the, the podcast as much as they have, of really trying to make Second Opinion, uh, the Second Opinion podcast, a pivotal kind of thing for not just the Second Opinion fans, but also with the Centrelinks team. So thank you guys for always being there, pushing me to kind of get the podcast going. Push it. Push it real good. So first and foremost, the first topic of the night, PlayStation 5 tech will bring game artists a step closer to achieving film like VFX, says Adev. Uh, IO Interactive Lightning artist Stefan Henderson, uh, I'm probably saying that totally, Hernandez, Most you likely. fucking moron. <laughs> I am so stupid. Uh, has said that the PlayStation 5's ray tracing technology will help create more detailed 3d environments utilizing accurate lighting uh, bounces reflections and shadows speaking of games radar hernandez explained that the difference between current gen and next gen technology uh in uh, terms of realism with the current gen tech a lot of in-game reflections are made using reflection spheres which are uh, which are not uh, not very accurate when placing a light, uh, when placing light in a scene, we add additional light bounces to make it look believable. With the new ray tracing technology, pro, uh, produces new ray tracing technology produces accurate lighting bounces, reflections, and shadows, bringing out many of the details in a 3D environment like we've never seen before. This makes the overall picture look and feel much more realistic. Lighting plays a big role in the setting of the mood uh, and feel of a game, and I believe this can help 
towards a more immersive gaming experience for the player. I believe that we are nearing a point where it will be possible to get visual gaming experiences much closer to one achieved through pre-rendered scenes. So TJ, what you think about that, bro? I mean, that's some pretty awesome technology. Ray tracing, next generation ray tracing. Uh, it's really gonna make games kind of, you know, we already have those. Just more depth, correct? No, not. I mean, well, it's more realism. I guess yeah. is what you could say. Well, real. Well, it, with, it's like what depth he, there is more realism. Yeah, it's like what he said of like you know you see those CGI trailers or whatever. You're like, wow, it looks amazing. But he's saying that there's a possibility that with this type of uh, you know via VFX uh, technology that we can actually move into having gameplay look like those CGI cutscenes. Wow, so. so all the stuff they show us at uh, E3 will actually be what we play? I know, it's not going to be like wow. the Watch Dogs, you know? Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. 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 Forward. What's your name, Bolts? Bolts went over Bolts is like, two it better! It fucking better! I'm like... <laughs> I'm just saying it's the, um, it's the truth. There, there's nowhere. To, I mean, come on, y'all. Let's 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 be for real. The, the, the today's gaming is 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 on the verge of 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 movie likeness, of real people likeness. It's just it's where it's at. You know, it's there. There should be nothing but the best. It should be the best graphics, the best video, the best audio, the best shading, the best whatever the fuck you want to put out there. It should just be nothing but flawless 100% of the time. It's where it's at now. It's just yeah. that's where gaming is at. I just don't like the fact that we're in that pers we're in that little area that we were when the PS3 got announced and the PS4 got announced and you know the Xbox 360 and ball. You don't have to so. mention Xbox. I know you didn't want to, but go ahead. No, I I, I mean, hey, bro, it's okay. I like the Xbox 360. It's I thought it was a good system. Xbox One, I do not think it was a good system. I agree, but go ahead, anyways. So. Uh, anyways, um, I just wish they would have launched Xbox One X out the get go. Well, if if no, what they should have done is just did what the fuck they said they were going to do to begin with, oh, and then and then went from there. Yeah, they should it should have been a digitally only console, and then went to you know just like then then went to that One X or the One S or where they didn't even need the One X. I'm just saying they yeah. they should just kept just waited. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, go ahead. Um, anyways, but I just don't like the fact that we're in this area to where, like, you see video game journalists and all these other people in the games industry saying, you know, is this the end of gaming? Is the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X the last video game systems we'll have? No. Uh, insiders say possibly. That's, like, that's stupid. Because this is a society of advancement. You went from fucking Stone Age. To where we're at now, and then we will be from where we're at now to wherever the fuck we're well, going to be later why on. Why would that apply? Why would that apply to only systems, but not iPhones exactly. or Android? And this is my thing, though, too. You know, uh, there's always even, more. We wouldn't even be in the position we are technology-wise if it wasn't for the Antarctica people. I knew you were going to say that. Bro. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the fucking the what? Okay, listen, listen. Oh, in the in 19 what was it? 1945, 1942. It was during. It was right after World War Two. Right after World War Two, it was fully documented by multiple by multiple got world governments it. it's, it's real yeah. okay that there's an area in antarctica that is completely closed off no one can go to it at all it's and hard. it is it is said that there is a there is a race or civilization of people that live there that are very tall very pelt skin long blonde hair angel like angel like that 
um, that are very much more technologically so advanced. So this dude, than what okay, let me tell you, this. a colonel. Just, I mean, just look it up. I'm, I'm gonna have to. It's it's official. It's on paperwork. Uh, a colonel flew, or he may have been a uh, a captain or something. He flew, supposedly documented this civilization, met them, and then literally, bro, ten years later, within within a ten year span, technology quadrupled. The boom of technology. The boom of technology started, and it hasn't stopped. It's just weird. I don't know. But anyway, I just and said I that think as a they joke, also have really. Like, I don't say it as a joke. I often, <laughs> and I all I think they've cured all illnesses and diseases, and we probably have a whiff of it, and they probably have shared that information, but we're not willing to. Sony to, knows about it. Because, well, everybody's worried about population control right now, so that would just make people live longer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can talk. Believe me, I'm going to look it up. All right, so Antarctica people. That's why we're even. It's the Antarctica now. Treaty of. So I think that would be cool, man. I think you know the VFX and all this other stuff, making games being like really super close to like film like or CGI like. You know, I mean, really heavy graphics and realism and all that. That's what we want. That's what we've wanted. One is for, when they ratified it. That's oh really? That's what we really, 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 really want. And speaking of games that are just unbelievable looking. Um, I got some bad news for PlayStation user out, users out there. It has been officially announced that Sinua's Saga Hellblade 2 will not be coming to PlayStation 5. It is an Xbox and PC exclusive. So let me tell you something, people. That Stop right on. there that right there is called how you lock down console sales. There you go, um, Megan. From what we saw at the Game Awards with Ninja Theory's Sinua's Saga Hellblade 2... All of this supposedly being like actual in-game graphics. Um, it's huge, man. It's crazy. Um, this guy on Twitter, Yo Yoshi2012, hit up Aaron Greenberg and said, Hey, Aaron, is Hellblade 2 exclusive to Xbox? Please answer me. Thanks. Aaron Greenberg tweeted back and says, It is being made exclusively for Xbox and Are you going to buy an Xbox to play it? Yeah. No joke. For real. I'm already, I've already got it in my head. No questions asked. I will be buying an Xbox, not just because of Sinua's Saga, but also because of some of the other games that I know are going to come out. And they're going to be huge exclusives for Xbox. So, um, <clears throat> there's also supposedly uh, an insider thing that was leaked that was saying that PlayStation Five, when it launches this next holiday season, will not have a huge exclusive lineup. I don't particularly know if I. Agree with that or know if that's true who knows it's probably just bullshit but uh bolts hellblade what's up hellblade 2 is exclusive to xbox pc is there a possibility that it is going to be an exclusive as we saw with bioshock and mass effect uh it it, it all depends on if, if if they want to make more money off of it i mean you know bioshock bioshock came to the ps3 a couple years after uh, Mass Effect came. Mass Effect didn't even. After Ma the hype's over. My, Mass Effect didn't wasn't. It wasn't anything until Microsoft sold their part to EA. So if Microsoft would have kept their hands on it, then my, my Mass Effect would have been a Microsoft exclusive. But since they sold their sold their part to EA, y'all can have Andromeda. I'm just gonna let you know, right? Uh, <laughs> since they sold their part to EA, EA made a, a, a multi multi -con, uh, console launch. So I mean, that's just how it is. Um. Well, I, what do I think this game alone will sell? Will sell consoles? Yeah, maybe. 
Um, but I think, like I said, it's just more than more than anything. This is the turn, though. It, more, more than anything, people are set in their ways. Uh, you know, my my, my my Xbox One X just died. What did I go do? I went and bought a One S. Yeah. You know, so it, it, I don't I don't think the sales of consoles are going to be swayed by exclusives as much as I, I I just don't because people are set in their ways. They're going to be a buy the PlayStation or they're going to buy an Xbox. Yeah. You also have to think too. Of like the price of these consoles, there's always a possibility that both of them are going to launch at four ninety nine. I believe they so will. So you really think about it, that's fucking a thousand dollars for two consoles. But when you really think about it in a logistics standard, like that's a thousand dollars. That's what you buy for a high end PC. Actually, not even really a high end PC. You know, you you high end PCs usually cost around two thousand, three thousand dollars. Like if you're really talking about like getting every fucking thing that you want. You're going to have to pop out anywhere between three to five G's for that shit. So if you come out and you get a PlayStation 5 and Xbox One both, and you spend like $1,000, you're really not in a bad way. So TJ, Hellblade exclusive PS, PS2 <laughs> to PC and Xbox. What you think, bro? I don't think it'll sell consoles, but I do see this as the turn of Xbox Finally, bringing in the ropes and the reins on the exclusives. Yeah. Well, shit, they've been buying fucking everything for I the know. past year and a half. They better. Yeah, almost two years now. They've acquired a whole lot. And I totally agree with Bolts what he said earlier. If they wouldn't have made the Xbox One X and they would have taken all that money and bought like 10, 15 more studios, then, dude, who knows what they'd be dropping in the next five years. They can easily control the market if they have exclusives. Yeah. It's, it's not hard. I mean, PlayStation has ruled the game for a long time. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I'm a PlayStation fanboy. Mm -hmm. Xbox has a way wider market than they have the uh, Xbox Live on lock. They have the Ultimate Game Pass, bro. Ultimate Game Pass on lock. I mean, the back, the, the, the back what is it? Uh, backwards, backwards compatibility. compatibility. Backwards compatibility. Say, they had that on lock first. I was going to say, if, if you want to talk about something that will sell consoles... Backwards compatibility. The Ultimate Game Pass will sell consoles oh, yeah, more yeah. than exclusives. Yeah, no give it, give it free. Give it free for six months every time you sell a console. Now listen, I want this to be a big seller for Xbox. I want this to be something that is going to say, somebody's going to see a video of it and be like, damn, I got to go buy an Xbox. Problem with that, Ninja Theory has been plagued by exclusive, um, like exclusive sales. Let's say that. Because um, you have Heavenly Sword, you have Hellblade, you have um, uh, a few other games that they did early on that were exclusives that didn't really do well. And also, this is another thing. Hellblade made, or Hellblade, um, Ninja Theory made two other games. They made uh, a game that um, basically was but they're their they're not adaptation. heavy hitters. They weren't heavy hitters, bro. Well, no. They, they listen. They they made one game the that was of game that was based. Well, I mean, game. the Devil May Cry, DMC Devil May Cry, was a huge Capcom game. It was done by Ninja Theory. It completely relaunched the series in a new way. But I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like ballpark. It's not new you know innovation, though. But then they also made a game that was a pretty good it's game. It's still way it was too early based, to tell. Well, I'm just saying they made a third party game that came out on multiple consoles that was based on. The, the Monkey King, and it was their version of it. They faced off against these robots. Stuff. I loved it. I loved it, and I cannot remember the name of the what game. What Xbox needs to do is start getting with some sister companies. Like, they need to get with EA, and they need to have some shit on lock, like what they used to have. They used to have shit exclusive. See, 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 and... But they don't do that no more. Well, see, the good thing... Well, you know, they don't. I, I think... 
they, they don't do it anymore because I now be the previously they were still was, they they just rode their wave of what the 360 was, and then they just rode it and rode it and they thought they could survive, and and they had they kept their head above water. Every now and then they would release something. They would release a gears. They would release a Halo just to keep people enticed of the of the Xbox system itself. Now, as far as 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 buying consoles and whatnot. The, the the one thing that will keep I mean the, the one thing that had kept me buying a PlayStation at least once once every other year was the MLB the show. Yeah. yeah. Since that's coming to Xbox in twenty twenty one, I will probably never buy a PlayStation again. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So it, it, go go back to your your, your argument. Do do get exclusives sell consoles? That MLB the show sold a console for Sony for me. Yeah, but now I will never need. Well, to buy I think one. this is the thing: is that that PlayStation knows with MLB the Show, there are PlayStation fans that play MLB the Show and also play their PlayStation exclusives. But they kind of got like Microsoft and was like, "Can we make more money with this?" And also, it money, had to dude. do well. It had to do with their licensing too. There was a possibility they were going to lose their licensing, so they were just like, "Well, fuck, let's just put it on multiple consoles." So they're going to be making money off of it regardless. But what I was saying with like Ninja Theory, the game that I was talking about was Enslaved Odyssey to the West. It was a great game. It's fantastic. Um, I really loved it. It was came out in 2010. Came out the uh, the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. But the problem with it was I don't think it had enough ad push at all. Same exact thing with Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword was a fucking fantastic game. There was supposed to be a. Can second I tell you, one. I've never heard of either of those games. Well, Heavenly Sword was like a huge. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was it was a launch, launch title, title for the, the PlayStation 3. 3. And I mean, graphically, it was fucking phenomenal. And the reason dude. you didn't hear about it is because the PlayStation cost $900 to buy, so yeah, no one exactly. bought it. Yeah. So, um, but then, you know, now you have them working on, you know, Hellblade uh, or, you know, Sinua Saga, Hellblade 2. Um, but then they also have a game, um, the, well, the initial release date. Um, was what Bleeding Edge? Did that already come out? No, no, no. no. It comes out in 2020, mm-hmm. and it'll be um, it'll actually come out on Xbox One X, and I'm guessing it's going to be playable on the Xbox Series X as well. But Bleeding Edge is like a multiplayer game, online multiplayer game to kind of take on you know uh, you know Overwatch and whatever else. But you know they're making these things just to make them. Like you know they're kind of like hey we want to make a fun ass fucking game. So here it is, and it's going to be exclusive on Xbox. So as you guys said, those may not be big sellers. You know, they may not be big sellers at all, but Xbox is going to find itself in a a peculiar position because I think they have good studios. I disagree. No, no, no. I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying I think that they're going to have exclusives, but my thing is I wonder if they're going to know what to do with those exclusives. What do you mean? No, like, on, like, okay, for instance, bro, like Xbox, bro, Xbox 360. They're like the biggest exclusives that came out on Xbox 360, honestly, were Crackdown, Halo, and Gears. That's it. That's it. They had exclusives on the system, but they were not pushed as heavy as the big Microsoft Studio exclusives. So you think about it in this perspective with Ninja Theories, you know, Sinua Saga. 
Is it going to be pushed as, hey, this is exclusive on Xbox. It's something we've worked really close with them as and blah, 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 blah. Are they going to do it like PlayStation? No. Because PlayStation is pushing Death Stranding even though it's coming to PC. They're like, hey, this is like we we really worked hard on this. This is one of our biggest games. Even though it may not have been like the best game of 2019. This is That's one thing that I will say PlayStation has always done well. If it was an exclusive game, they really always try to push it as like, hey, we worked hard on this with the studio. But will will Microsoft be able to grasp that and say, okay, we really have got to put a lot of marketing on this? Because if they don't put marketing on it, we're going to see the same exact thing happen with this game that we saw happen with Hellblade. Because Hellblade, you know, it was good, but it did not have heavy sales. It didn't. Even, it didn't even have heavy sales when it because went it's, to it's, Xbox it's, One. Because it's a type of it's a type of genre. It's not. It's not a Call of Duty. It's not a Madden. It's not no, a. No, it's not. But you still. It, I mean, that's. But it's it's only going to attract a certain type of fan. I know, but bro, you have you have to you understand where I'm coming from. You like if that's the case, and why make it? If it's only going to attract a certain type of fan, and they're like, hey, we're going to only sell two hundred thousand copies of the game. How is that making money for anybody? So that what I'm saying is, Ninja Theory's problem has always been stop has, releasing small time games. Has, and- has big, always been hitter. yeah has always been actually marketing the game showing what they could do so now they're at the point that they're making these games that are just breathtakingly beautiful hellblade was a beautiful fucking game it did not get enough love that has always been the case with their games with with uh, heavenly sword with enslaved even with dmc devil may cry a lot of people decided not to play it because it had a different look it had a different story and all this other stuff they're trying to be innovative but the problem is they don't have companies like PlayStation and Xbox that are really saying, hey, this game is going to be a console seller. So I just think that if they do their marketing correct in the right way, they could probably sell uh, sell a shit ton of copies for this game. But if they don't do it in the right way, then it's going to be a flop just like other games that have been made from either Ninja Theory or third-party studios that were not shown enough love by Xbox and PlayStation. Under pressure. <laughs> I know you disagree with me. I, I mean, do. it's fine. Just tell me. Oh no, I just dis- I just disagree because. Okay. Well, well, let me let me ask you this: PS3 uh, launch titles. What do you mean? Uh, layer, some. layer, layer, um, heavenly sword, sword. Um, uncharted. Um, I can't even hold up. Let me look them up real quick. Um, but what I'm saying is, I'm well, not, no, saying, me, I'm not me, saying Xbox is the only one doing it. I'm no, saying no, no, PlayStation no. has done it too. What I'm saying is, is even back then, like it wasn't. Yeah, that's why I'm Like, isolated titles were not a priority. Most games were released to both consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Call of Duty. Uh, was it Call of Duty World at War? That was Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, of course, it wasn't cross-platforming at that time, but most games were released completed. The, fir- the first call, the first Call of Duty, Call of Duty Two, and Call of Duty Three were only released on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Okay, so those are two, but later released. Well, PS3, it was later right? released. It was it was released on in two thousand six on but, PS3. Okay, so why does Xbox do that when PS Four doesn't do that? What do you mean? Why do they timed exclusives and yes. all that stuff? Because they just that was their big thing back in the day, like. For instance, wait I a couple at, years, you can get to play it. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean? for instance, but PS4 is like you ain't ever getting to play this shit. Yeah. Well, now I mean they're just fucking up. To be honest with you, Sony's really fucking up because like Death Stranding is their big push. It would not surprise me if Death Stranding like next year co- comes to Xbox One X. Um, the big push 
for Kingdom Hearts 3. It is it was since it was announced it was supposed to be a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Same exact thing with you know some of the Final Fantasy games. PlayStation exclusive. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 supposed to be exclusive on PlayStation. Got announced it's coming to Xbox One X because they did something fucked up with their little relationship with Square Enix. Mm. So what I'm saying is is like okay. You had you had some games that were good, some games that were bad. PlayStation Three, there was some launch titles like Resistance Fall Man was a great fucking game. You had um, you had you know, oh bro like in two thousand six you had Need for Speed Carbon which wasn't an exclusive but it came out on, was an on awesome game. Oh, you had game. what was big about Xbox at that time is that they paid for the exclusive it. rights of Xbox you know, Live is what sold Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you had Call of Duty Halo did great, but I'm telling you right now, literally, my friends came to me and said, you need to get an Xbox so you can play Xbox Live with us. It was Halo. I owned two games with my Xbox, bro, for the longest time. Halo 3 and Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. Well, like, what was great? PS3, bro, it was not great. I know, but what I was trying to get at with the marketing and stuff like that, like, for instance, Xbox 360, they had the exclusive launch rights for Call of Duty 3. Okay, mm. it was pushed as like one of the best looking Call of Duty games that was ever created. That every fucking Walmart, every GameStop, every Best Buy had Xbox 360s with the Call of Duty 3 demo. I remember playing the Xbox 360 in Sulphur Springs. Did you like Call of Duty 3? Co- bro, no. Fucking, oh, I, I loved hated it, bro. It. I loved Call of Duty 3 is the worst one I ever made. I disagree. Told you. Black Ops was the worst Call of Duty. Black Ops ever. the first one? Yep. Shut the hell up, bro. I fucking hated it. Oh my Ghost. god. You really I'm kidding. forget about Ghost? I'm joking. I'm joking. Ghost was, was the best. The, was the what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you freaked the hell out of here. Ghost was by far it the was worst terrible, Call of Duty bro. of, Story of made all time. No fucking Call sense. of Duty 3, I thought, was great. The one thing that was great about Call of Duty 3 was that it was on Xbox 360 and it looked fucking amazing. For, for, I'm telling amazing, you. Amazing, bro. bro. It looked great. It was And a then also, for another thing, like they were pushing Halo Call of Duty 3. Bro, they were pushing a fucking stupid ass game, Peter Jackson's King Kong. On, on Xbox 360, was like, look at the fucking lighting. You're, like, oh, you're running around shooting the fucking T-Rexes. But what I was Bolts saying is... not feeling you on that, bro. I just, no, I'm saying that's what they were pushing. That's but it's, King Kong. It cuts back to my original thing, because we're kind of trailing. Marketing. They fucking marketed the shit out of these games. Yes. They marketed the shit out of Peter Jackson's King Kong. But PlayStation and Xbox bolt, cannot both slide in your DMs. I'm just saying real for quick. real. No, 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 no. And PlayStation and, Three. Why the fuck did they not market, you know, Hellblade better? Why does Xbox not release exclusives now? I mean, it's a, everybody fucked up back in the day, bro. It, I mean, to, to, to me, back in the day, that they, they were, they were producing these games and these systems that were so high priced. Yeah. They had to market. This day and age, you don't have to. Yeah. It's either you're gonna they, they, they announce it. And if people want to buy it, they're gonna buy it. Yeah. They're they're they the marketing these days are is almost zero because there's so much social media. There's so much this. They they can announce a game and it'll and it'll reach a thousand a million views on Twitter like that. So they don't have to market. They don't have to do anything. They don't, Not now. They, that's what but I'm the, saying. Back I, in the I still day. Th- I still think that that's that's the issue. That's the issue I'm having is. Hellblade, I think, was a great game. I thought it was fantastic. I thought, bro, the the putting on your fucking headphones, like you have to play the game with headphones on, or it's not going to be the same exact experience as you as you would have whatever. I didn't play but Hellblade either. You need to play it, bro. Because literally, bro, they it was this, one of the first this games on um, PS4. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's one of the first games that had like the multi audio recording. Game? 
Um, it's a Viking game, bro. Like it would be oh, really? like right up your alley, bro. Yes, it's it's set in like a Viking history. It's kind of like a I wouldn't say it's a horror game, like Nordic. It's it's, it's very Norse mythology Nordic. and stuff it's like mythology that. Mythology. Yeah. Oh, I might have to watch. You would game, really bro. like it. So the thing about it though is that with uh um it was it was beautiful it was different like i said they had it was one of the first games that had the multi-audio recording so like there's times that she's having like mental shit going on while you have you're your fighting head, yeah, <laughs> yeah and you're having like your headphones on oh is and, this when like the gods were talking to her or something's talking like to her. Yeah. people bro it's it literally sounds like somebody's like right behind your fucking head talking to you because the multi yeah bro it's nuts bro it's creepy it's fucking creepy but it really gets you into the game yeah. Um, but why the fuck did when it did not this come out? It Two came years out ago, 2016. I remember you playing that. Or did you do a walkthrough? Uh-uh. You, you I started. started, I started and, and, and it would be hard to do that because you have to listen to it on your headphones. Yeah, yeah. It's, if, if you play that game, you play with your headphones on. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the reason why I actually one of the reasons why I stopped because it was hard to like do a full walkthrough like recording it and then not having my headphones on mm. because like with the headf- headset i had hear. at the time i couldn't hear my voice. it was kind of like a puzzle game too right and then we had there was there were, yeah there were certain little like visual puzzles and all that other yeah, stuff i don't but like that Bolt, i would Bolt just say like puzzles either. i would just say um at least maybe watch bolts play it because he re-downloaded it so maybe watch him play it i was watching him play star wars and it was very clunky <laughs> but anyways <laughs> What all I'm trying to get at, I know this is marketing. really long-winded. Marketing. Is I just don't want the game to fucking fail. I don't want them to put all this time and effort into it and okay, not be but, marketed but, properly. But what is your, what is your idea of failure? Uh, okay, like uh, because because your because your idea of failure will be completely different from someone else's okay, idea like of failure. Two hundred and fifty thousand copies. So 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 based based off sales, if it doesn't sell enough, it's a failure. No no no. no. It's that, not a failure. Listen. No, but I'm just saying. No, no, that's no, what you're saying. You and saying. me, bro. You and listen. You and me could play the game and be like, "Wow, holy shit, that pizza was amazing. Hut. To me, it's a <laughs> pizza hut. <laughs> to me, it's a success. But yeah, to you, it's a success. The, the, that, okay, what does wait. that do? But listen, what game are we talking about? What does that about? do for us? For who? Bro, if nobody buys the game, they won't fucking invest any more money into either making that or into that studio. But it's also, but it's also our job as 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 gamers as part to announce that hey, this game is great. It's not just the fact that the matter. It's your 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 idea of success is how many copies the game sells. Yeah. My idea of success of a game is if it fucking pleases me. Well, I mean, yes, but, but like that's that's like me looking at myself and thinking I'm the hottest man in the fucking world. That doesn't mean everyone agrees with me. Definitely I'm just not. I'm just saying it's just we can have that definitely ideology not. of like, well, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It was great because honestly, that's just like Star Wars. We we all thought Rise of Skywalker was fucking amazing, but it is the lowest selling in the entire saga. From like like in this whole trilogy. It is the lowest and slowest selling one. But so, but, so, so according to that, is it a failure? It's a, it's a failure to big. Uh, according to Disney, let's say it like that. Uh, it's a failure to big business. Uh, but uh, okay, what it made a billion dollars. Disney's like, we didn't make at least six. It's well, they're just fail. like, man, it really sucks. It didn't sell as much as like Han Solo you know, was a fail too. Yeah, Han Solo was no. garbage. So, what the fuck did you just say? Solo was not garbage. Solo compared to the other ones was uh, garbage. Okay. Anyway, what game were you talking about just then? What? You talking about Hellblade? Yeah. You talking about if it's not marketed correctly, it will fail. Yes. Then then putting the hey, Machalaba. That's <laughs> not good. Place, no. That wasn't good? No. You yes, know? it was good, bro. So how do they market it correctly? But I mean, Tell bro, me. how many times? Okay. Tell us how do you market a game uh, here's correctly? A part. No, no, no. Listen. TikTok. 
TikTok. Charlie Dance Come on. Renegade. 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 Charlie. Charlie's out there. She's like, who eats the garlic? She can We should start doing TikTok. Rush like, Renegade. I'm like, damn. Okay, here's a, for instance, bro. This is in June, June 22nd of 2018. Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice hit 1 million copies sold. Update. June 22nd. Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice sales have reached 1 million. Continues to impress... Uh, and today, the developer has announced the biggest milestone yet: one million copies sold okay, across wait. all platforms. With zero marketing. With zero. So with this no, game's no, okay, already no. with zero marketing. But listen, it didn't hit that. Just listen. What's to the me, new bro. one then? It did not hit that point until it went from a PS4 exclusive to an Xbox game as well. So, but Xbox, the is, Xbox didn't market it when they got it. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. It was a huge deal. No, it wasn't. In 2018, yes, it was. Dude, I came to you and said, hey, did you know Sonya's on... on yes, so, no. no. I, bro, I was at E3 when they announced it. Oh, my God. I was there. I'm, I'm talking about in the world of non-video game people. You're killing me. You're killing me. Total sales. All I'm saying is we can think whatever we can say we don't like looking at sales we think the game was good whatever but uh, what i'm trying to get across is if the fucking game does not do the sales that it's supposed to with it being owned by microsoft now it, before it was a third-party studio that was making an exclusive game so they didn't have the possibility of being shut down at all they were a third-party studio if the game didn't sell, it was whatever. We're going to do something else. But now they are owned by Microsoft. So if they fuck the pooch and the game does not sell the way it should, there is always a possibility of Microsoft saying, hey, we'll try another game. And if that game doesn't sell, they could shut the fucking studio down. So that's what scares me. That's all, that's all I'm saying. is Okay, you didn't answer my question. How yeah. do you go about doing it the right way okay i would say the best way of really doing it is i mean you have to have more commercials you have to have youtube presence even like what you said it, and i wouldn't even say i wouldn't say like tiktok but kids nowadays bro twitter I mean, youtube they're streamers bro they're on their phone 24 7 so give, like give oh, give like a filters. bunch of the streamers at early yeah bro you could do the smallest fucking thing but like but when the game is cut it's two months before the game Start really pushing it. Do the same thing you did with Hellblade One. Talk about the behind the scenes. Talk about how different it the only development sold a million process copies. Is. Sold a million copies. That's One not, million. That's not good for a game, is it? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's not call. It's like what Bolt said. I will agree with what Bolt said. It's not a Call of Duty game, so it's not going to sell sixty-eight so million. A, so, copies. So, so as a third party selling one million, one million copies, yeah. That's a as a, good no, deal. no, no. That's as good. a third party, it is great. As a third party, exactly. but it's not a third party studio anymore. It's not. It is owned by Microsoft. So if Sinuous Sacrifice comes out it's, and it, it only it's sells by Microsoft, million, but it's still being made by it's a sister It doesn't know. Listen, it is owned. That studio is owned by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. It is different now because before they were independent third-party studios. Right. For an independent studio, that is fucking great. But for a studio that is owned by a company so, like so, Microsoft, so all, places, so all sixteen companies that Microsoft bought is premium okay, now. Okay. Here's a perfect for instance, bro. What the fuck happened with Bio Bioware? Okay. Bioware is, has been purchased and is owned by another studio, correct? Correct, right? Bioware, that, not to my knowledge. Okay, well, I'm sorry. The exclusive rights are are, are literally run by EA, okay? Well, yeah, because they have the money. They have, exactly. They have the money, okay. so they have the exclusive rights. So we have already gotten to that point of literally the studio being shaken because the last two games that have come out from Bioware have not done 
as well as they expected. But guess what? They're still afloat because they're not corporately owned by a company. Perfect for instance, Twisted Pixel was a great studio. Great studio. Made Misplosion Man. Made all these different games. Okay? As an independent studio, they were doing great things. I had a couple of friends at, this, at, the, at the development studio. Every year we went to PAX. We would meet up with Twisted Pixel. They would have new games, fun games, blah, 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 blah. They got purchased by Microsoft. They, uh, they launched some exclusive little indie titles on Microsoft. Did not do good at all. Enough that I'm guessing that the studio was pretty fucking scared for their life. And now has was able to get out of the contract with Microsoft. And now is an independent developer again. Trying to make new games that will come to multi-platform. But obviously there is a problem with studios that are purchased. We've said this before about... Any studio, anytime there's a third-party studio that we like that gets purchased by a big company like EA, Activision, whatever, there is always a possibility of someone shutting that studio down. Always a possibility. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, let me That's ask the you this. So, exactly. So all I'm saying is, if the fucking the studio, how is many, owned, how many copies did Death Stranding sell? Death Stranding didn't sell much how, at I'm, all. I'm but gonna, it's not. But listen, tell me a number. The studio is not owned by PlayStation. No, but they own the rights. No, they don't. They don't own anything no, to do with Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima works for no, Sony. No, there is it. No, no, no. He does not. He, he has a he has an office there. No, he doesn't. He ha he literally owns Kojima Productions. It is his own independent studio. The exclusive rights for Death Stranding on PlayStation are probably in a contract up to five years. So there is always a possibility of five years from now they can he, he can move it to another system. But at this point in time, it's not going to come to another system outside of PC. There was a there was literally how many copies of? Okay, I'll look it up. But what I'm all I'm trying to get at, like it's such a long-winded thing. All I'm trying, no, bro, to, it's good. It's no, good I know it at. is. All I'm trying to get across is that with Microsoft literally owning Ninja Theory now, it is it is not a independent studio anymore. Very true. It is owned yes. by them. Just like who's the studio that makes Forza? Forza. Underground. 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 Okay. If they made a new Forza game and it sold one million copies, it would not be good for them at all it would not be good we know that because the last three games have been fucking huge but the last game yeah, that they but made also, didn't make as yeah, many but sales forza also has its own player base as it does well. have its own player base but it's still so that okay, you're gonna have it's dwindle. gonna be so if you release forza one and then you build your player base you can damn near guess what the next four games are gonna fucking say and, and forza is free on ultimate game Pass. it is so and like we've talked about We've talked about Ultimate Game Pass a lot. Been yeah. like, fuck, how do they make money off? Of I know. I, don't, you know, I, I really honestly I don't know. I'm trying to do the math on that shit. I don't. I don't understand. Um, okay, so earlier this week, it was revealed that Death Stranding is the second biggest PS4 launch of 2019. Fast forward a few days, uh, and now it's been revealed that Death Stranding has the best launch sales uh, of any new IP in the entire generation. In fact, this is the biggest new IP job, launch Dixon. in the region Damn. since the original Dark Souls. Uh, or, if you count that, the biggest new IP launch since the first Wii Fit game. To achieve this, the game racked up to nearly $186,000 uh, 186, copies sold. Uh, and that was just in the launch of Japan in the first week. What's that right now? Okay. So it says... Um, release date it, it doesn't say right now this was in uh, November November 3rd it says that there it was sitting at 
185,909 copies. And that's within, um, within a two month time frame. Now, when the 1 million marker of Hellblade was announced, it had been out for an, an entire physical year. Oh, so, um, the thing, all I'm, all I'm trying to get at, and we can move on to another thing. All I'm trying to get at is I love Ninja Theory. I have always been a huge fan of their, of their studio. I remember when when Hellblade came out. So are you, are you saying we need more from them? Is that what you're saying? We we need uh, I, now that they're owned by Microsoft. You're saying need love you're saying they have more. The they have more, uh, more capability, more power. No, 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 I think they have more to lose being owned by a studio like that. Like you know, you have some studios. Microsoft doesn't just buy people and shut them down. No, they don't they own don't. anybody. No, they don't. All I'm saying is EA is the all I'm saying. Yeah, they used to do that all the time. They would shut down. They visceral fucking games. One of the largest studios ever. It's been shut down. It sucks. All I'm saying is, is I just hope and pray that everything goes good with launch, and within a, a year we have maybe three to four million copies sold. I, I would love for it to just be like fucking booming. Man, this game is amazing. Buy it now. It's great. Even if it hit a million million copies in the first half year of it being out. Six months. Six months. That'd be great. You're welcome. But I just think that if it's out for a whole year and it hits one million and it is a exclusive on the Xbox, then it's going to fall on the same exact footing that the other exclusives that the studio launched on PlayStation fell into. Not enough uh, player base. If they come out and it comes out on PC and Xbox... And it hits one million, and then Microsoft is like, "Hey, you know what? Hit a million. Let's hit two million. Let's release it on PlayStation." Then awesome, cool. But I still do think that there is always a possibility. We don't know what the cost of these games are going to be on these new generations. So if it's too costly or whatever else, we know that there's a possibility that these studios will be shut down, and then they can get someone else to make the fucking game. Because now Microsoft, I'm pretty sure, since they own the studio, they own the rights to Hellblade. They own the rights to any of their previous games, but they still have, you know, they're, they're trying to push this whole thing of like, oh, well, you know, yeah, they're owned by us, but we want them to feel like they're, they're not, we want them to feel like, you know, these are their games, you know, but like you own them, you can't, you can't, it's like you owning a TV and saying it's my TV, but honestly, it's all of our TV. It's everyone in the neighborhood's TV. They can just come in and watch whatever they want. It's a socialist economy. (laughs) Anyways, I know Bolts disagrees with me, and that's fine because I love him. So, um, he's always like, "You're just fucking stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> it just, makes uh, no we, sense. Just, just different perceptions on that's success. It. That's yeah. it. It's just a different perception. 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 Precipitation. Precipitation. Um. So pretty crazy here. Sony patents PlayStation controller design with a little bit of a new feature. Um, it's like thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning. Um, so the new patent, <laughs> the new patent shows uh, TJ, TJ. So the new patent shows a PS4 looking controller um, that has dongles on the bottom. That has actual. You watch your fucking mail. Um, that actually has, con- uh, I guess, triggers that are built into the bottom of the controller. Um, now, mind you, they did just announce a really weird add-on to the PS4 DualShock controller um, that 
you plug it into the bottom and then you can actually like like i guess tap the bottom of it and it's uh you know an add-on to where you can do like faster trigger movements and whatever else but it has a really big lcd screen on the back of it which is kind of it's like really super bulky it makes no sense to me um but i don't know ps ps4 ps5 or ps5 and xbox um, I think are going to possibly come out with new controller designs, but I really do think that most of these are going to be pretty similar to what we've already seen with the PS4 and the Xbox One. I believe so. Um, if there is any new feature to these controllers, Bolts, what would you like to see from PlayStation and from Xbox? Uh, PlayStation, move your analog sticks. Move the analog sticks? Yep. Okay, that's it? Yeah. Okay, what about you, TJ? You said the triggers on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, bro, yes. I'm loving that. Why? It, because of, like games like call of duty and well, whatever bro, like you're thinking about it you don't even have to worry about moving because when you move your four fingers to the top of the controller oh, yeah. that takes a minute so yeah. you got them down here bro no movement yeah. at all just well that's like me playing um call of duty with that scuff controller yeah scuff scuff yeah, how is that i'm like scuff the people that i that second opinion beat on selling games cases back in 2014 it's crazy how that works Two wow people. what five years ago yeah you you still know what? i don't care that's a big blast of the past why blast in the past have you met cowboy fans yeah. <laughs> We're Super Bowl! We are Super Bowl! I'm like, excuse me? Um, anyways, but uh, I think that I think that would be cool. I'll tell you one thing that I would like to see with the Xbox controller, though. Uh, a little bit more of, like, the share aspect and a little bit more of kind of maybe even some touch-sensitive stuff on there. Like, I would like to see them, like, build an Xbox like the Xbox symbol, you know how the home mm -hmm. button, I would like for it to not even really be a button. Like it's literally, it's just a touchpad. You just tap, tap it with yeah. your thumb mm. and then it just pops. Uh, I would or like, swipe it. You swipe yeah, it and it turns cool. on the PS4. Yeah. yeah. They're like, bro, they call the FBI. Like, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> Go down there and kick down our apartment. They're like, take his dear head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing they I'm take. like, no. They're like, we know his soul lives <laughs> in it. I'm like, Aah. I'm like, this is full metal <laughs> alchemist. <laughs> I'm like, that's a hog. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, dude, the slide across, the triggers on the bottom. Don't even have triggers up top, bro. You won't even need them. Are you talking about on the back? Yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of me off a bit. You're like, I, you know I want my lightsaber swing. Oh, swing, <laughs> man. Swing that saber round and round. Into the night, it's going down. Swing that saber round and round. Into the night, it's going down. I'm a Sith. I'm a Sith. Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> anyway, so I I think oh. that um, <laughs> Palpatine, Palpatine, Palpatine. I think that's great. But another thing that I think is great is it has been officially announced that more players are playing The Witcher Three now than on launch day in 2015. Witcher Three Wild Hunt presently has more concurrent players on Steam than it had on launch day in 2015, breaking its own record of 92,000 by several thousand players. At the time of this report, more than 94,000 people were playing the game across Steam, Steam charts, and Valve's own statistics. Uh, it's pretty fucking awesome, and it's all because of the Witcher series. Now, do you think that a lot of those people on there are kind of like me, people that have not played the Witcher yet? Uh, I would I would have to concur with that because... I concur, Doc. <laughs> because, you know, there's more people that have Netflix than... Then people have console games, so I mean, yeah. So, so they they popped open, they popped open Netflix and saw, hey, this is a new series. They watched it, 
And then they probably read a little bit on it. And they'd be like, hey, it's a video game series. So they probably oh. went and downloaded it. And that's probably exactly what happened. Probably because they want to know more what happens. And so. <laughs> hey, it's a video game series. What's that? <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, TJ? Nothing, never mind. We'll just move on from that. So here is our last little bit. The Real Talk section of the Second Opinion Podcast. Top 10 games of 2020. We're going to list our top 10 games of 2020, what we're most anticipated about. You got also two spots for your honorable mentions. So I know Bolts has probably got his list hyped and ready. But, yeah, but you know, um, I'm going to go first. Fuck well. you. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, whoa. Um, so I, he just wants to go first because he wants to get his list out because my list is better. That's definitely not the truth. I'm sure your list. And, and he wants to be the first person to name this game. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so my number 10 game of 2020 most anticipated uh, is Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Uh, there's not an exact release date of this. It is coming out by Re- Rebellion. But um, we, uh, me and Bolts got to sit down and play this game at E3 this year, and we loved it. It was rather entertaining. Uh, I actually killed Bolts uh, by accident. I shot one of the triggers, and Bolts was pulled into the propeller of a plane. It was amazing. Oh, that by the way, that's one of the games that I bought. I bought Zombie Army <laughs> Trilogy, so it comes with 1, 2, and 3, so I can go back and play those on PS4. Um, but... Uh, I really love this game, and another reason why I love this game is because it's by the same exact developers that did uh, one of my favorite games um, from La- well from 2018, Strange Brigade, and also Sniper Elite 3. So um, hopefully we'll be able to get my boy TJ to even play this with us as well. I know he liked the Sniper Elite series, and oh, there's nothing awesome. there's nothing better than seeing a, a sniper bullet go slow motion through a bunch of zombies. You know what I'm saying? So my uh, number nine of 2019, uh, well, 2020, I'm sorry. Good Lord, what is happening in there right now? Um, my number nine would have to be Skull and Bones uh, of 2020. The problem with this, the reason why it is so high on my list is because originally this game was supposed to come out in 2019. It was pushed off multiple times. Um, we don't have an exact release date on it, um, but it it is fair to say that this game has a lot of potential. I'm not the biggest uh, pirate gamer, uh, as you can tell from any other Second Opinion podcast you've listened to. I'm not a big fan of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, <laughs> which Bolts and TJ were huge fans of. Um, but, (laughs) but with that said, um, there, the sit down session we had playing this game in 2018 was amazing. It was like me and, uh, like my team of, uh, it was me and uh, three other people on a team. Um, and then we had like, we were going against like three or four other people and there was like one enemy ship and this fucking dude like kept going around killing everybody and all this. I mean, it was just great. It was fucking awesome. It was like PVP with ships. Yeah. And it was so fucking cool, man. Um, and I really hope this game does not get pushed off again. I would be really, really sad to see that happen. Um, another game, my number eight, I would probably have to say my number eight would be 
God. My number eight would possibly be Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is an RPG open world game. Uh, it was a role-playing play game by Bandai Namco. Uh, got to check some of it out at E3 this year. What's TT begging? Um, got to check it out this year. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was great. Um, the only thing that's... I know this. a lot of people in the Dragon Ball fans and all this other stuff are going to hate me saying this, but... I think this game is going to be really cool, but I hate the fact that we're going back again in the fucking Saiyan saga. I hate the fact that we're going back again instead of creating something new. Like, why could we have not done, like, an open world game that was set after the series of Dragon Ball Super? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But I still think this game is going to be good. It's an, uh, it's coming out, I think, in um, the first quarter of uh, 2020. Um, so I would say if you're any type of Dragon Ball fan, definitely check that out. My number, my number seven. Yes. My number seven. <laughs> my number seven would be Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, although, although I think it's going to be really good, it has been plagued with um, with pushbacks as well. And also, I think the series is going to be in an episodic release window. So it's supposed to launch, I think, in March of 2020, and then there will be like more episodes coming. Um, but I think this, I, oh man, the game is beautiful. There's a lot of cool things going on with it and all this other stuff. It's going to be, instead of it being like turn based, it's going to be like a full action. It is, but you can have the option. You can switch it. Yes, you, you can. You can switch it, which is So a good that thing. means I will be buying it. But I think it's overhyped. Of course really, it is. God, bro, it's so overhyped. It's, it's a remake of an old game, Ooh. just like any other Resident Evil. It's just overhyped. It's really, really overhyped. So I don't know, man. I just I think it. I think there's possibilities. There's a there's something really big that could be um, that could become of this game. But I don't know. I don't. Who knows. Um, another game, my number six, um, is actually God, Gods and Monsters. Uh, it's done by Ubisoft. We'll be coming out to um, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Google Stadia, Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X. Um, and it is basically a mythological action game uh, that kind of looks like a cartoonized um, like or animated version of Assassin's Creed that has way more mythical creatures and stuff in it. Um, so I'm excited about that. Number five, um, I would say would be Cyberpunk 2077. I think uh, Cyberpunk 2077 from um, from the get go is going to be probably one of the best games to release in the history of gaming. Um, I think that I am really going to enjoy my time with it. Only reason why it's sitting at number five is because um, I have some other games that I think I'm a little bit more excited for, and I hate saying it like that. But hey, I, I got I got one for you though. Are you gonna play Watch Dogs Legions? <laughs> no, no. I'm not gonna play Watch Dogs. Goes to Toshima. Number one. I, number four. <laughs> Ghost of Toshima. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Ghost of Tsushima. It's being done by Sucker Punch. Um, it is probably, it's real. I mean, it's really hard to put it at number four because I think it is going to be a fucking drop dead gorgeous, breathtaking game that is going to be probably one of the best PlayStation exclusives ever to release. Yes, it will be. Um, the you know, it's in feudal Japan. It's just going to be fucking epic. Um, it's going to be so so good. So, um, 
that that extended gameplay footage we got during the oh, video game awards it was Amazing. great it was great um number three oh man this hurts man this hurts number three dying light two um it's gonna be fucking epic Can we do 10? yeah I we did too uh, it's gonna be fucking epic dying light two is gonna be unbelievable um and oh, what's great about it way, what's great about it is that like what we had talked about on previous episodes is that it will literally just depending on your fucking decisions not only will it change your character and the story but it will change the whole fucking world that you're in mm -hmm. How great is that? with with more and more shit coming out on a consistent basis we actually while we're at e3 i think they had talked about it now um or whatever else but while we're at E3, we saw some stuff that I don't even, honestly, I'm not even going to talk about because I don't know if we're supposed to talk about right. it. I think you know what I'm talking yeah. about, but I'm not going to bring that up. But um, it was uh, it was just fucking was amazing. Glorious, they yeah. had the guy that was like the number one Dying Light player in the entire globe. So, I mean, it looked like we we're watching a movie. Um, and the, the player choices, the world changes, the, the graphics and just everything about it looked fantastic. So, my number two... The Last of Us Part 2 by Naughty Dog. Um, this game will be uh, a beautiful, breathtaking story experience like none other before. Uh, I think that Ellie and uh, her story as, as she has grown from the previous game, um, I think is going to be fantastic. It's going to be more violent. It's going to be uh, more drama-filled. And just overall, it's going to be a movie-like experience. And I can't wait to sit there and fucking play. So I think you guys know what my number one is. My number one is something that I have been waiting for for a long time. Doom Eternal, baby! Yeah, <laughs> Doom Eternal is my number one most anticipated game of 2020. It wouldn't even been on the list. If it would have came out this past November, but it did get pushed off until March. Um, but I am so fucking stoked for this game, for this story to conclude um, or, you know, whatever, continue. Um, and also, I'm ready to see a little bit more of, like, wh who the Doom Slayer is and what he is all about, um, where he's from, and so on and so forth. So... I'm just fucking stoked for this game, and I can't wait to play it. Um, I have two honorable mentions. Um, my first honorable mention will be Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, Dungeon-based, uh, like a dungeon crawler Minecraft game. It's kind of like Diablo. I think it's going to be a great game for me and Dara to play together. It looks really fun. Motherfucker, um, if this four-player co-op and cross-play, my ass is in there, homie. Oh, yeah, bro. What the fuck is wrong um, with you? And then my, you and Dara. My number two Dick. That, that... Just listen... <laughs> My number two that almost that almost made it on my list for top ten uh, most anticipated is the Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. I thought you, I really thought you were going to leave that off off your list. I really did. Uh, I thought this motherfucker like jizzed no, at bro, E3 oh, about yeah, this damn thing. It looks so good. Skywalker Saga looks fucking amazing. It's literally every star, every Star Wars game that has come out on one fucking disc, and it's been completely rebuilt from the ground up. New story bases, new ways of playing, um, new exploration, 
I, I'm just fucking stoked. This game is going to be amazing. And uh, there was other games that I felt that needed to be on the list, but it was like right there being on my my top 10 list. So it is definitely one of my most anticipated games. So, um, all right, who wants to go second? I'll go because right. he's still over here doing his thing. No, I'm good, but you can go ahead. Okay. Um, all right. Bolts' top 10. Number 10, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, my boy. Um, for, for, for reasons that, uh, that, uh, that old celeb over there said to begin with, um, I think it's just going to be great. Diablo style minecraft it's just gonna be you can't beat it right um number nine and this is gonna be for my uh my playstation guys uh the last of us two all right um i'm not a big big playstation guy but i, I want these games to come out because they're gonna be great and i want my playstation people to be able to play them uh number eight ghost of tashima yeah once again um let's see uh number seven halo infinite that's gonna be good. Yeah, um, I, I I really think this is gonna be a, a a good turn for the Halo series, um, just for the small bits that we have seen and the anticipation and the anxiety of it coming out will alone sell. Last time you said small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> small dicks we've seen and they've been there and they're like a fucking plague. Right. right. <laughs> um, they're everywhere. <laughs> Oh, um, my number six. Uh, this is uh, this is actually f- uh, at number two. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Oh yeah, bro. I, I have been slowly anticipating this. Um, I, I played the first one on PC way back in the day. I am really, really, really ready for this one to come out. I cannot wait. Um, number five is this one. I don't think it's coming out in 2020. I think the last time I read it was coming out in 2021. But I wanted to put it out there because I super excited about this and it is Hytale. Oh my God! Yes, bro. yes. Um, Hytale was first announced. I want to say a year and a half ago or two. Um, it started production back in 2015. I think that's what it was. It, it's either 15 or 17. But we saw a small, a small uh, uh, gameplay footage of it. Um, it is uh, Hytale is based off a server that was in Minecraft. Um, it is a lot like Minecraft Dungeons, but this was was announced before Minecraft Dungeons was. But this one, it, it, the, the the graphics are a little bit more crisper. Um, it just it, it looks a whole lot more fun than what Minecraft Dungeons is. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Like I said, I think it comes out in 2021 and not 20, but I still wanted to put it out there. Yeah, I'm it looks sorry. like it's come, it's first coming to PC. Of course, it, exactly, but. exactly. But it looks good. Yeah. Um, my number four is a game from from software, which is Elden Ring. Um, it's going to be very similar to to Demon Souls, to Dark Souls, to to Shadows Die Twice. Um, it's going to be that hard one player go in and wreck shop and do what you can to survive. I cannot wait for that one. Um, number three, excuse me, is Doom Eternal. Oh boy. Um, so ready to play online. <laughs> Doom Eternal, I'm really, really excited to see where they're going to go with this. Yeah. Um, more, more than anything, the game itself, yes. Can't wait to go shoot and slay some demons or whatever. <laughs> but the, the, the story of, of Doom and the Doom Slayer is, is truly, truly expanding. Yeah. And I'm really excited, like I said, to see where they go with this. Of course, we know we're in hell. We've been to Mars. We've been to Earth. We've been here. We've been there. 
we're going to go to we're going to heaven at some point in time is it going to be this game where is it going to be how they're going to you know implement it is is it's it, heaven and is, is, exactly. is heaven and hell going to team up and you know try to take over the earth or something you know i'm just really excited to see where they're going to go with this story i cannot wait uh number 2 is cyberpunk 2077 uh number this two. this was my game at E3 up until a certain point um i have i've been waiting for this game cd project red uh is uh, such a great great company mm-hmm. such a great uh cannot absolutely wait um so back to my number one my number one is dying light two did you already say your number like two three four cyberpunk is number two yeah, what I was remember you're like number ten? Three was Doom Doom Eternal, four number was Elden Ring. Jesus Christ, you ran through them the motherfuckers. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just don't have a long win. I guess so. <laughs> number one is Dying Light Two. How do you not run out of Um words? I this uh <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was my game of E three up until we watched game footage of this. Yeah. And then Dying Light Two took it away by landslide. <laughs> Take it away. <clears throat> uh the first Dying Light was absolutely amazing. Um, Best zombie game ever I'm made. Telling you, uh, the nighttime hits and then it just goes on and on. It's oh, just oh, you know the, the whole. I'm seat, telling bro. you, man. Uh. That first time you had to do the night mission. Oh, bro! And the most. Oh my god! You can't shit. find a blue light for the life of you. I knew I turned them some bitches on. <laughs> um, Dying Light Two. Uh, we saw. We saw. We got like almost an hour of gameplay footage. It felt like um, we watched it. We, I, I dove into it. I just, I was absolutely blown away by the, by the, by the different things that they've added to this game, by the different aspects of what you can do in this game. I just cannot wait. It is number one, hands down. Bring it on. Let's go. Any honorable mentions? Oh yeah, and this one, this one kind of blow you, kind of blow, blow you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Blow, you. Bro, blow you on, away. Man. I mean, damn. <laughs> you just take me um, out. You keep on talking. Like this that. is my honorable mention because I just, I just went back and played the first, the first one or the first two. I can't remember. But uh, my honorable mention is Ori: Will of the Wisp. Okay. Um, if you, if it's, it's, it's a side-scrolling game. It's rather. It's 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 a little it's a little hectic. Um, it's a little edge on your seat action. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know it, I know it sounds funny, but it, it truly is. If you if you get into that game and and you play it like you're supposed to, and you're balancing and you're shooting and you you've got the enemy, it's it, it's something else. I, I'm really really anxious, really excited to see what this this next one's going to be holding. So okay, and he's up, TJ, aka. T spray spray. Then that sounded like the announcer from Clay Fighters. Hey, you know whenever you announce that at Brookshire's, you sound like one of those like like ringmasters or carnival guys. I'm like, he's getting ready to rumble. Every time I can't think about every time every time you come up, every time you say something, I'm I'm at the front. I'm at the front mocking the shit out of you. Are you really? Yeah, that's pretty great. I have everybody. Did you ever play Clay Fighters? Who the fuck didn't play Clay Fighters? It was like the worst. The ring coming up. <laughs> Frosty versus Miss Alathalon or some shit yeah. like that. Miss Triathlon. It was horrible. All right, so. It was my, good, but bad. My number 10 is Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, and let me tell you why. First Watch Dogs was great. Mm. I liked the first Watch Dogs. Yeah. Number two was they had a lot of trouble kicking it off. Yeah. Uh, I played Watch Dogs 2. It was. Cool. Oh, man. It, it was it was very repetitive. Oh, yada, yada, no, yada. Bro. What? 
Bro, Watch Dogs 1 sucked. I liked it. Oh, bro, I hated it. I liked I it. I hated it. But I thought Watch Dogs 2 was great. Well, see, it was way more open wait, listen, world. It just started off rough. Mm -hmm. It really did. It was kind of slow, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Okay, but anyway, so Sorry. I think, but Watch Dogs Legion has a lot more darker feel to it. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I'm kind of liking it. Well, Katie bit. played Watch Dogs Almost Dog like Legion. a purge look to it. Yeah, it really she, does, because the dude's wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she played it. She fucking loved it. I don't even think she played yeah. any other Watch Dog games before, and she was like, well, this game's oh yeah, sick. but I'm, so I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Nobody Rainbow mentioned. Six Quarantine. Yeah, do do some research, begging. Okay, I will beg. Um, hold on a second. I'll I'll read it with you because I, I want to tell you what I found interesting about it. Okay. Uh, but we all know Rainbow Six Siege. Like Rainbow Six comes out with some bad. Oh, hold on a <laughs> here it is right here. Um, oh yeah, it's you, by Ubisoft, bro. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, but I was it's anything Tom it's, Clancy first yeah. off is the shit. But I watched video of it because they released some video at E3, right? Was yeah, it E3? yeah, because it was this is where they face off against the like alien shit. Yep. Yes, yeah, bro. So I forgot any, about anything sci-fi. I'm I'm down for, bro. Yeah. And I had to remember it. I had to Google it because I couldn't remember where. I just remember them fighting that alien shit. Anyway. All right, so Rainbow Six Quarantine, we're super excited for that. Of course, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I hate that we're always... Is Kakarot, is that your number... That's number eight. Okay. Uh, it's down on there just because, just like you said, we're always going to the past. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Resident Evil 3, because I'm actually... That's going to be the first Resident Evil I play, and I heard that's actually the best one, so... It's debatable. Resident Evil Seven was also no, no, no. Re what? You, oh, what did you? Resident say? Evil Three. Oh, they yeah, said it was yeah, one yeah. Of the best Nemesis. Yeah, because Nemesis was, was Nemesis is actually <laughs> what? You said it's like some Nemesis was broken. Nemesis, the I'm new like, one. Please. They said that there's going to be. I'll take at least seven. Nemesis. They said there's going to be some differences with this one. Yeah, it's not going to be like this is the one that you were talking about that I told you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. You're going to get me hard. You're going to have to carry me home. Um, it's gonna be like sweet cherry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it looks great. Yeah, so I'm I'm super excited for that. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh my God, I forgot to put that. Everybody forgot about it. I almost uh, mentioned it, but I knew you'd change your list if I did. So, uh, bro, Predator's gonna be fucking sick. It's gonna be so great, bro. The video going invisible and shit. Oh, jumping trees. Yeah, bro. Oh, oh my God, good, it's gonna bro. be great. Collecting like, skulls. PlayStation like exclusive. PlayStation exclusive. And there's like five different classes of predator you can be. Yeah, I also know that too. Yeah. And I'm gonna be that super apex mofo. Yeah. I, I want to be the stealthy motherfucker. Yeah. See, I think I'm gonna be the. I it's think gonna, gonna be, have an online too. So. I think I'm gonna be like the soldier class one, like the real heavy gunner one. The yeah, one that's, that's cool. like more bulky with more. Uh, I think he has like more explosives and shit like that than the others. You're like he has a lot of friends in the game. He has a lot of friends. <laughs> more friends than the other predators. <laughs> He has more social. Quick on 2015. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. anyway, so uh, number five would be Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Um, the only reason it's number five and it's not higher up is it's really it's actually not my game, man. Really? Yeah, just not my type, bro. But uh, the only reason I'm gonna play it is I know it's gonna be expansive and it's gonna have a lot to offer, so I'm gonna give it a chance. Yeah. Um, uh, number four, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> So God, um, it's gonna be so fucking good. It's gonna be great. A lot of lore to it. Um, it's gonna have a lot of uh, back. I love story. Anything with a story, bro. I'm good. Well, you for know, it. Bolts. He he's like me. I have this thing about like like feudal Japan, J like, Japanese uh, lore. A lot of the samurai shit. Yeah. 
I think we all have a thing for history. I yeah. think we all can agree yeah, on yeah. that. Anything Nordic, I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Celtic, anything. I'm, like I'm all about the feudal Japan. Yeah. I would love, I would love to go back to the day and just observe. You know what's? The can way I tell you something that's really cool. funny? Before Ghost of Tsushima was even released, we had a podcast. I think it was like 180 and some change. Huh. And Bolts was talking about he would love to have it like a Japanese game get released. Oh yeah, like a feudal yes. Japan game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but uh, so yeah. Well, no, no, no. Didn't we? We oh, it's because we were talking about Assassin's Creed. Yes. And how we would love to see and like a feudal Jap- Japan Assassin's Creed. And then Creed Ghost game. of Tsushima was yeah. getting. And then, but bro, this was like six months after that podcast. Yep. So, uh Anyway, so yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, and then number three. The only reason it's number three is because the other two games, Doom Eternal. Oh my God, it's number three, bro. Uh, yeah, because neither of y'all. Well, actually, y'all didn't. You didn't la- You didn't name the my number one. You didn't name my number one. Nobody did. Okay. So anyway, it's like Minecraft two. <laughs> it's back. Doom Doom Eternal. Uh, <laughs> is I love the online. I love the story. I'm trying to think what the fuck your number one is. Oh no, you'll you'll figure it out in just a second. What He's the like, alien versus predator? No, it's I can't, bro. You're gonna kick yourself in the teeth. Yes, you are. Anyway, so Doom Eternal, I love the online. They had a little rocky start. Now, remember, this one is not the gonna servers have, were down. Yeah, I know that multiplayer. No, what I love, I love about it, I'm gonna go in your game and fuck you up. As oh a demon. yeah, because you can do inter- yes. Like, yes. In, invasion. Yes, yes. Bro. I'm gonna fuck that. your life. Bring it on, bro. Whatever, bro. I'm Get telling you, listen, I will fuck both y'all up in Doom Eternal. I'll fuck you up, not in the game. I'll, fu- I'll fuck you. But bring it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'll fuck you in the game. If you want more, it's like, if you want more from the Second Opinion Podcast, check out our Patreon. <laughs> 18 plus, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways. Like the city gambungas. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Anyway, so uh, Doom Eternal, love Doom, super smooth. One of the most smoothest games you can play. Mm-hmm. And, on and console. shout out to my two boys right here. Both of them messaged me one day. Was like, hey, just to let you know. Pretty sure we saw the collector's edition of yes. Doom come up on Amazon. And I was like, nah. PC I went out there, look, PC baby. Oh, I got the fucking helmet coming, man. So ready, I'm bro. so ready. All right, number two, of course. It, I mean, Dying Light two. Yes. So. Uh, Dying Light was the best. I mean, because I thought Dead Island was the best. Oh, y'all are going to kick yourselves in y'all's teeth, man. I think so. Anyway, Dying Light 2 was... Um, he was like Death Stranding. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dying Light 2... Di- oh, excuse me, sorry. Dying, Dying Light. Light was put Dead Island in the trash. Because mm-hmm. I thought Dead Island, you got to make your own weapons, customize mm-hmm. your weapons. The graphics weren't that great, but... As far as dipping far into weapons and shit like that, the game had it on lock. Mm. So, um, love that until Dying Light. Dying Light had the story yeah. to go yeah. with the weapon customization. Well, see, what was great about Dying, uh, Dead Island is, like, you know, that was done by Techland. Yes. It was contracted by Tech, or, like, they were the, the developers behind it. Mm-hmm. So, But they were kind of, like, put, like, had chains on them. You know, they could only do so much. Yeah, exactly. And then they were, like... We're going to make our own own fucking zombie game, and it's going to be fucking amazing. And I remember talking to some of the people at 2018's uh, E3, some of the team that had worked on the original Dying Light and people that were working on Dying Light 2 at the time, you know, it didn't know it was coming out. But he said, you know, it, it's uh, the fan base is one of the largest. You got me thinking about I'm thinking. wrong now. Like this doesn't come out until 2021 or something. We'll see, I, I had I had one come out in 21. So. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the Last of Us Part Two, bro. The last of Us Part Two comes out in 2020. You comes didn't out. name it, did you? Yes. What was it? What it was, was it number four. Oh, was it? I was yeah. just uh, number attention. five and number four. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, Last bro. of Us Part Two oh, is my number one. Of course, I named Last of Us, bro. Ellie. 
Bro, you forgot Predator Hunting Grounds. No, listen, so. Predator Hunting Grounds is going to be good. But, bro, Last of but, Us is a heavy hitter. Uh, anyway, Last of Us is my number one. First of all, because it is one of the best stories I've ever played on a game. Did you finish? Ever. Did you finish it? Yes, bro. Did you? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I I played through, but I was super quick about it. I played yeah. it on easy. I just wanted to play through it real fast. But let me tell you, bro. Like, uh, spoilers. Oh, like, yeah. she's the cure of fireflies, all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy, bro. Listen, it's it's past that point. It's oh, past yeah. that point. Yeah, you know, but like, I'm just saying, bro. So I'm really looking forward. Nobody, it's like playing a movie, dude. Like, nobody can say, like, there's not a better story than The Last of Us. I'm telling there's you, there, there are only two games that Dara has sat there and watched me play. The Last of the Us. The first one was. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> the first of us was Journey. It was whenever me and Dara first started dating. I had this PlayStation That's 2. That's the only reason she watched it. I had this PlayStation 2 sign that was like glowing. I remember. It was blue or whatever. Yeah, before it busted, before it busted. I would turn it on every night. And I was really like, hey, lame. you'll see a blue light coming out of my window. She's like, that's fucking weird. You're so, like, when you, when you turn on the blue light, it's time for head. That's right. <laughs> um, but she watched me play that. And then The Last of Us, whenever it came out, she sat there and watched me play the entire game from start to finish. I could not start playing it until she was at the apartment. And it was great. How, how did she react to the chick down in the first thing? Oh, bro, his daughter? Oh, bro, I was bawling my fucking eyes. I'm talking like, about she her. Was too, well, she wasn't crying. I would probably say... I mean, she's like, I was happy. I, I enjoyed she was, her she was like, holy shit, bro. <laughs> I bawled I, I ball my fucking eyes out. I'm like, bro. Oh, dude, because his fucking acting. Troy oh, Baker is one of the best fucking like, video game actors out there, bro. He's he's amazing. Yeah. And he just... Oh, dude. He poured oh, and I have an honorable mention, kid. too. Okay, I what's your I honorable mention? Okay, hold on. I'm about to say. I, I pulled it up so I could... He's like, Ron Rico. It's a game about, uh, you know, extra smooth premier liquor. No, hold on a second. I, I lost it. I he lost, and now you're fine. Outriders. What? Outriders. Oh, yeah. Outriders I, I is my honorable mention. Mind. Yeah. Outriders. Yeah. You don't remember? It was at E3. I don't think I do remember Hold on Outriders. a second. Uh, made by Square Enix, bro. Um, announced at E3. Um, this, bro. Look. Maybe that's the reason Space. why. Spaceship. That's the reason why I didn't. Even look at it because it was made by Square Enix. Oh, Square you know Enix what? Well, no, I'm sorry. It's publishing. Hard. No, no, no. It's I, I'll pick. I'll check the game out now because it's being published by Square Enix, but it's being developed by people can fly who did. Um, oh shit! Of course I would forget that. People can fly. Fuck. They mm -hmm. did. Um, they did Bulletstorm. Mm -hmm. uh, they worked on Fortnite, and they also were one of the lead developers on Gears of War Judgment. Yes. Yep. So Outriders. Super excited for that too. Yeah. Just wasn't. I mean, not not a heavy enough hitter to actually make the list. Yeah, and plus, I mean, they made because it's coming from somebody I've never heard of. People who can fly. It's a. It was a. Basically, LSD. It was, <laughs> people who can fly was. It was basically a studio that was branched off from some of the uh, developers that worked on the original, um, Gears of War. So. Anyways, guys, that is episode 280 of the Second Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, please make sure to check us out, Cinelease.com, for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Make sure to check back soon for episode 281. Oh, that's a long-ass podcast. It was uh, almost two hours, bro. Wow. Hour 41 Can't wait minutes. to listen to it and work know, it's out. It's going to be fucking great, baby. It's going to be great, especially when you're getting all passionate. Like, listen, bro. Listen. Please vote player. You're wrong. <laughs> they will never sell anything unless they have commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they will never do it. Ever. Oh, uh, Palpatine. Really <laughs> 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 so, 
not say that out loud. No, what I was what I was thinking of is I just thought like I'm hog hunting or something. I see like this hog run by and it's like and I like see something on his back. I look through my scope and it's like a copy of Hillblade sitting on the side of my They're hunting and it's like a little TV screen. You're like, what the fuck is that? You zoom in, it's like, check out Xbox One, Xbox Series X's Hellblade Senior Wasaga. But you said Xbox Series X. <laughs> Check us out, Series XMX. <laughs> <laughs> Satellite be- fucking games, bro. Hey, you know if I was the if I was their ad like marketing team, I'd be doing some dumbass ads, bro. You'd be going to their. You gotta do take- something to catch their eye, man. Yeah, you do. You show where like you show like sinuating a bowl of cereal like at the table. She's like, these are She's like, Cheerios are really good for your bones. Oh my god, bro! That's so stupid. Uh, yeah, so gonna uh, <laughs> go for your bones. <laughs> for your bones, she's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> bro. She takes his food. She's like, <laughs> she gets all cross out of it. She's like, she's like, please wear your headphones during this commercial. I'm like, why? Why? It's like, it's like in the back of your head. It's like, get the game. I'm like, oh man. Bro, they got Slipknot playing like subliminal messages. Bye again. 65-inch TV. <laughs> oh, man. Inside little joke. But for real, man. Bro, I just so want to say, since this is the last episode of 2019, we do appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Uh, is it, though? We need yeah. to do one We need to do one on the 31st before your party. Oh, bro. 31st, 30th. we're having our little New Year's get-together. Bro, it is the 29th. Tomorrow is we the We need to do one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Our I'm next, like, make you better. Our next episode is going to be in 2020. <laughs> yeah, um, we great. got some. We got a new intro for the podcast coming, and hopefully, I'll be able to get everything lined out to where we can get the little audio <laughs> clips for our actual segments as well. Bro, so. it's like I'm like, all right, let's hear it. You like play it for everybody? It's like, it's like a car crash. You're like, drunk driving is bad, kids. I'm like, damn. It pops on there. You're like, let's listen to the intro. It's like. Ee, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You like pulling on the roof of a line down. down. Uh, anyways, guys, love you very much. Peace, Peace out. out. H Town, Hay Town down. Fucking donkey. He's like, quack, quack, bomb. Cheerios are good for your bones. <laughs>